Yeah. I'm just kind of like, all right, I'll do my shit. Talk to Avery. And uh, that's about is it, it. Is it because you think you're better than people? Of course not. Okay. I was just the way it, that's the way it comes off for sure. Yeah, it comes off as uh, antisocial. I guess it is antisocial, but it comes off as like some kind of arrogance, I guess. But uh, it's just, it's just, I, I don't know. I just, you know, kind of be like. But how, how, how comfortable is that though to feel in your own skin to to go to a place and not have to say hi to anybody? Because I start to get anxiety, so you have, to, you have to say hi. I have to say hi to everybody that's there. You like have to say the, hi. You just don't have to talk to everybody, right? Yeah, I mean, for me, this in the particular situation, it's yeah. it's pretty uncomfortable because you have to say hi, but they don't want to talk to you, really. And you're like, well, <laughs> neither do I, but I kind of got to either stand here or just go stand alone somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they're not great options either way. They're kind of both shitty options. You're stuck in but, a, you know, every, a fake every conversation. Once in a while, you, yeah, exactly. And they're like, they're like, so how's music going? And you're like, yeah, cool, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Do it's like there's to, a pan. You there's a pandemic. To, I don't have a good fucking answer for that one, you know. Do you ever go on a couple dates? I think those are the worst conversations when you don't know the other person that you know. Oh maybe yeah, girls friends with them and stuff. I can. I never know what to say ever, and they talk about. I really it. do my. I really do my best to avoid any situation like that at all possible. <laughs> it gets offered a lot. They're like, you guys, you know. So-and-so's going to come over, like, they're my friend, they're going to bring their girlfriend, and we're going to make them dinner. And I'm like, this is never going to happen, so I'm not going to stress out about it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. But if it does, it's going to suck for someone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no one, it's not going to be, there's going to be at least one loser in that scenario, you know? Yeah. He just went to his room and stayed there for like an hour <laughs> and a half. I don't know what happened. I just put on headphones and basketball shorts and pout. It's like the worst ever guest. It's at their house. My buddy's uh, wife has a best friend, and her best friend's married. She has a husband, right? And every time I go over there, you know, the best friend's there, and the husband's there. But we're all outside, you know, talking shit about our wives. And just kind of, you know, we're outside in the garage and whatnot being men. Men. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, hey, hey, we're so-and-so. He's like, oh, he likes hanging out with the... With the ladies inside, dude. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he likes gossiping or whatever they do in there. I don't really know. And uh, it's just, it's kind of weird because, you know, it's like, hey, what's up, bro? Hey, how you doing? And I don't know. It's just like people tend to separate in that, in that, right? I guess. I don't know. Did you think he was uh, a less of a man for doing that? Of course not. But I just thought it was weird. Like, damn, this guy doesn't want to talk to us. It's just, it's just weird. He just wants to hang out inside and fucking. Oh, I know. Yeah, it girl. seems incorrect. Yeah. Well, maybe his wife is the one that's like, please stay with me. I don't want to talk to these girls. Just stay with me. No, that's his, be- his best friend. Oh. That's, that's, her, that's her best friend. So anyway, um, you've had new outlets, though, huh? Of, uh, of like, musical. M- musically? Musical uh-huh. outlets? Yeah. Have you seen the video that they, that they posted that they put up there? Or Stay Home for Thanksgiving? Yeah. 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 We stay home for Thanksgiving. Thank you. (laughs) The song worked, huh? It did work. Yeah. It's been tough adjusting to being a viral parody music superstar, but, you know, (laughs) so far, so good. My mom called me up and she, because, like, we, the way it happened was um, the the, the other individual in the video, Frank, good friends of ours, me used to be the door guy at Limelight for Mm -hmm. for all you St. Mary's heads out there. And, uh, you know, uh, they did this other little video and, um, 
and that song was kind of the end of it. You know, it was like this little tag. And I was like, I'm going to make like a two minute full length version of this song. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just took Frank's verse, which I don't even know what the fuck it meant. These lyrics. It was like, I don't want Turkey. I don't want ham. Come on, mom. You know who I am. And I was like, I don't really know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of tweaked it and I was like, I'm going to like lean into it. So I went with, I don't want Turkey. I don't want ham. Mama, do you know who the fuck that I am? You know, just more my style. And so like my mom called me up and she was like, so I saw your video. <laughs> so do you, do you hate me? Oh no. Just took a personal. I was, like, I was like, mom, you know, the mama is a very rock and roll word in the first place. Yeah. You know, like when Elvis says like, you know, it's all right, mama, he's not talking about his mother yeah. you know like you don't have to take it so personally and frankly i didn't really like write the lyric i just borrowed it and i don't even know what it meant in the first place Man, you know but, like, hard <laughs> what was i gonna do <laughs> it was like it was like a really personal vulnerable lyric about like my relationship with my mother and i was like oh. no, that's, i'm putting it out there for this song like this is the this is the time and place yeah 20, yeah, 20? So she, oh, yeah you have to I thought, I thought she was going to be proud of me, but she was like, you hate me? <laughs> Parents just don't understand. This is true. <laughs> and Avery's father was like, was like, I, I wanted to share it. I wanted to share it, but th- there's that F-bomb in there. And I'm like, come on. You fucking, you're always posting like right-wing conspiracy theory shit on your page anyways. Like, what do you care? Ooh, what type that's of an, stuff? That's an that's that's an excuse. What type of stuff? Uh, you know, excuse. Yeah. Tip typical. You know, I I love the guy first of all, but typical boomer, former car salesman, current real estate agent, uh, mm. Stone Oak type of uh, Facebook fodder. Yeah. Nice. I don't I don't follow it personally, but every once in a while, he shares a shares a morsel with me. I know she. I know that he. Uh, he's been known to use the term LeBron Shames. So, <laughs> if that tells you anything, you know. Nice. <laughs> so he's a, he's a good dude. He's a good dude, but Facebook just does the worst, you know. Does the worst to people. Is, is he the type who's like, no, we can't have a stimulus check because that's gonna ruin our money, and you know, you should go back to work like that. Because I've been seeing a lot of that lately. Or maybe I would have. To, I would have to. Ass- I would have to assume so. But uh, uh, you know. I wouldn't mind asking him personally for a stimulus check. I mean, just cut me, <laughs> cut me a check, and then you then you don't have to worry about socialism. It's just nepotism. Just suck me up, you know. Ooh, Come on, Mike. Nice. But again, he's a, he's a cool dude. I'm not slagging oh, Michael Moore. Up. It's his birthday today. God bless. Uh, happy birthday. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty birthday, sure everyone watch man. this. I'll be fine. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so did this like scratch an itch? Uh, you know, putting out that video, did it scratch an itch of, you know, since I guess you guys can't, you guys can't go up, you know, or it or book any stages? I mean, did it? Yeah, I mean, totally. Uh, and it was just, you know, it was nice to get some attention and be this and be the star that I'm, you know, I'm constantly trying to be the loudest voice and the uh, best person in the room. So this was like a little, little, little taste of that again. Nothing better than that, right? Yeah. Is yeah. there Zoom shows like for for uh, music now, like, like Zoom mics or Zoom? You know people I mean? people are doing uh, doing some Zoom stuff with like solo performances, mm. and I haven't been asked to do any. I guess I should have worked harder at uh, navigating the music industry in Austin. You can start your uh, own. Yeah. 
I want to subscribe See, to that, dude. That's what that's what a smart person would do. But again, just haven't made any friends. It's crazy. I've been here for like <laughs> seven years. But one thing people are doing is like um, actually setting up full bands and like recording studios and whatnot, and kind of doing a a show. You know, the same way as you would do like see like a live radio in studio performance but they're like doing it live mm -hmm. but i'm like i don't know uh i the, we just really haven't been i haven't gotten together with my band at all so yeah we would we would need to like get our shit together it's been it's been eight months of cobwebs have been building up so we got to get mm. we got to get over that plus like i don't know like what's what are the rates on that like a full day in the studio that's like 500 bucks probably oh, shit. and then like and then you're like hiring like someone to do like the streaming shit like that's that ain't free, man. That's yeah. that's like a that's a pretty serious chunk of change, and I I would rather just spend that money on a on an actual day in the studio to get a, another song recorded. Probably I don't know. Again, that's all hypothetical because we don't have this money. Just do the just do your, your song from the from the album or something like that, and put it on Zoom. You guys play your parts and then edit it all together, and that would be the thing, thing to do for yeah. sure. And yet here I am <laughs> having accomplished nothing. You know. That could be a possibility. That's Moving what I was going to ask. So, like, do you get, uh, you said you haven't played together in eight months, so you got to knock off the rust. Yeah. But is it like riding a bike? Because you know your instrument. You know what you're doing. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, I mean, I wouldn't be, yeah, I'm not worried about my performance uh, in this situation. I've, I haven't forgotten. But, uh, you know, it, it would take a while. And, not, well, and the, the main thing is I've, I've spent, like, the whole, the whole time writing writing the new jams and stuff. So I'd rather get oh, yeah. into the, I'd rather get in there and have like a whole new set for the most part, you know, as opposed to just like spending like a month getting the old shit back together or two weeks getting the old shit back together, you know? So does the old shit feel like just like uh, it's rotten now, not rotten, but it's, it's not right. Like you had it before. And now it's like, well, that's before COVID. I don't want to talk about that shit no more. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I think like all, like I know Avery's kind of had that same experience because she started to do a couple sets now. Yeah. And like, I like, like I, it has nothing to do with the actual material itself. It's just like, I don't know. Like when you take a break that that's long, you want to come back and like have a new thing. Like, you know, like you don't want to, you don't want to like come back out and then like all your, all your people are there. They're just kind of like yawn. I've I've heard all this shit. I remember it. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, why you come out and you're like, hey, remember the classics? And then you just start mm -hmm. playing. Well, music's right. definitely different <laughs> than comedy, man. The comedy, they want you to be fresh every fucking set. But, I mean, you can play a song that makes people feel something, and you can just play that. I mean, I don't know. I, like, that's how I feel about about music. I mean, you know? we, 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 could, we could totally do it. It's just, I don't know. I guess it's like a... The artist... Yeah, it's just some bullshit I'm on. Like, you know, I just want to, you know. Yeah, but if you're writing, that's more the most important part, right? I mean, if you come back with uh, all these different songs ready to go, you know, at least your part and lyrics or whatever else you put onto it. Yeah. Yeah, and the nice thing is that um, I've started recording music at home, which I hadn't done before quarantine. Yeah. I was given a computer because I was a pathetic 32-year-old man without a computer. And uh, now I'm a it pathetic 32-year-old man with a computer. <laughs> nice. And uh, so that's been a life changer. But now it's kind of like, you know, instead of like, let's all get together and like feel this thing out, you know, I could just be like, here's here's your part because it's, it's already been written. Sorry. You know, like, which, you know, 
none, none of my none of my people would have a problem with that, you know. But we used to, I you know, we used to feel things out organically, and mm-hmm. I tended to I tended to have like most of the song figured out, you know. But there was room for for collaboration. But I think we could kind of zip past a lot of that initial feeling it out stage since there's a an actual document recording of of all these songs now so theoretically it could be it could go a lot faster to get new material together just because it's like all right i'll see you on monday here's your parts soloed out like if you want to spend the time you can just learn them all now instead of you know doing it the old-fashioned way which we did for a long time but when you're writing a song do you, do you normally do you specifically normally take the lead on that and then kind of like hey I want you to kind of sound like this like come in with a, a sixteen or or you know or whatever or yeah or pretty much a, yeah. I mean like I was I was a drummer for a long time before I started playing guitar and singing so like there's always sort of a groove I have in mind mm-hmm. most of the time my drummer kind of like can tell what it is without really having to say anything but if I do have any specific parts. I can speak the language pretty succinctly to get him to, you know, if I'm like, it really needs to be this, I can, you know, I can, yeah. we can explain it and get it there pretty quickly. And, you know, like with, with guitar stuff, uh, yeah, I tend, I tend to have a pretty, pretty mapped out version of, of where I want things to go, you know. Does everybody have you, a say you, in a song or is it just kind of. Is it like Smashing Pumpkins? You wrote the song. It's a little more like that, but like the nice thing is that like my guitar player she's like a songwriter and a badass. So she knows what like a good, like side side musician should do. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I know their strengths. And so when I'm like, Hey, just do a fucking super sparkly texture here, or like do some, like do some like Prince David Bowie kind of like rhythmic shit there. Like I know they can do that. So all I have to do is say that and it's going to be done. Yeah. And then in other parts, it's like, well, these are, these are guitar parts that are like have to be that. Cause we do like a lot of twin like Thin Lizzy style kind of guitar harmonies. And like, that's, that's only ever going to be one thing, you know, like those notes are going to be the same. So it's just kind of, it's just kind of, it is what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Who does the like and guitar t- solos? Is it you or is it her? I, it's, I would say, I, I, I don't know. It's, we, we both kind of rip, rip it the whole time really. Oh, okay, but okay. I, I tend, I tend to write a lot of the, like I write all the stuff that ends up getting harmonized. Oh, okay. But then there's then there's plenty of times where I'm like just fucking do that fucking nasty shit Let and then, you know yeah, yeah. then I don't and then I don't have to think about that so I'm I'm like it's a pretty efficient way of delegating and with my guitar player in particular like we played in bands since we were like for like ten years together you know back oh. to the San Antonio days and shit so we like the same shit we speak the same language it's like it's very easy if it's like yeah it's pretty obvious like what like their strengths are and so. You know, if I, it, it doesn't take much to be like, here's your, here's your section, do that fucking, you know, do something disgusting. And it's like, yeah, perfect. You know, or like maybe do something kind of beautiful. And they're like, yeah, okay. You know, either, either one. I don't want to sound like a fucking complete hack, but I, I've, uh, like, who were some of your influences? Because I've, I've heard the, um, 2016, uh, what was the name of the album that you guys released? And I think was it 2016? Our last record we put out was called Deacon Brews, and Deacon I think Brews. it came out in 2018. We put out an EP before that. Guns? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one with gun guns? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one with guns on it. I so, like guns. Have you heard of guns? Uh-uh. It's fucking great. And I've heard, uh, I've heard the whole album, but my, my two, the, the ones that stand out for me are uh, Actress and uh, um, Guns. 
That's cool. I mean, the whole I, album is just straight up from top to bottom. You can just play it. You know what I mean? But I have like, thanks. I have actress on, I, you know, my favorite, my queue up, you know, and I have guns. I, I, I let people listen to the guns. They're like, the fuck is he saying? <laughs> yeah. Because it starts yeah, off we guns, do, guns, We do guns, like that. <laughs> I, I want to shoot all my friends. It's it's a good. It's, it's okay. I want to I want to shoot 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 him at my friends, baby. Shoot at my friends, baby. And it's like oh, playful, but it's YouTube like murder. One? Is that the YouTube one you sent me? Uh no, no I said something else. Oh, okay, but uh, yeah, did y'all have like videos and stuff for this? Some of the songs. I... Uh no, there's no music videos. Yeah. Uh yeah, the, the Thanksgiving song was my first uh, music video as a songwriter. <laughs> very <laughs> cool. Very proud of that. <laughs> There's, there's, but there's some pretty decent live videos from the, the KTX studio. We've yeah, done, yeah. we've done a few, we've done a few of those. So there's, there, I, I recommend those. Those, those, those came out, not embarrassing. So yeah. I was, I was well, on that. If, if Frank could get involved and he could direct y'all's video, that would be fucking amazing. We've, you know, you we've, know we've had this conversation. You no know Frank Wessels. Yeah, He's in the Thanksgiving video. He, he did all that shit, and yeah. like that shit's so fucking good. Very funny, and he—I mean—he was gonna do the the videos for, for the singles mm, that because yeah, yeah. we have we have a record that's like basically done. It's getting mixed right now. It's an EP. It's not as long as the other one. Yeah. Um, and we were like, we were talking about him doing a video for us. You know, we in February we were having the conversation, and then everything kind of fell apart. You know, and like yeah. he ev- evidently works for money. You know, stupid. <laughs> It's crazy. So I don't know. Like we had some money saved up, and like I spent it all on like groceries and rent. You know, sorry, uh, <laughs> just yeah. how it is. You know, <laughs> but uh, but I I you know now now he and I are more in, in entwined than ever. Like I I did the score for his short movie that he did earlier this year. Right. Yeah. 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 And he 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 uh, he threw me some cash and helped me buy this laptop that I'm on right now. Sweet. Like. He's like he's my brother and my protective older gangster uncle. That's what I called him. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he'll he'll definitely be doing the video for us. But the original video idea was like uh, everybody in the same room, at least certain parts of the song, you know. Yeah. And like now, that's not really an option. Yeah. Like my, uh, you know, like what am I gonna like? Well, if you're gonna die, just pony up money for want. COVID tests for everybody and shit. Yeah, like it yeah. just, you know. So I, we got to work out the logistics, but he's he's gonna do that. You know, everybody did the sign of the cross. You guys would be good. Yeah, that's true. Jesus protect me. Done. Mm-hmm. Too easy. I forgot that you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Damn. What was I thinking? Yeah, I mean, he, hey, he ain't sleeping on COVID, dude. I mean, look at me and Josh <laughs> right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wear. I'm wearing a rosary right now. I'm good. We're not wearing bottoms right now. God's the best. <laughs> so, are you gonna do a, a like a Christmas uh, song, please? Well, I guess we probably should, right? Yeah, man. You know? Come on. Does it have to be a new song, or do we just take the old one, change the lyrics, and add a sleigh bell? That's the mm. that's the question. Yeah, is it basically just a remix? I think it should. Or be, do I have to write a whole new thing? I think it should be half. Like you start off, you start off with like, uh, "I'm not going home for Xmas," or I don't know something. And I think you, you go Christmas baby. I've thought about Christmas it. I think that's I think baby. that's the lyric. How, how do you do? How would you say? I don't know. I'm not going home for Christmas. That seems a little too long. Christmas baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It does. It doesn't quite work as good as Thanksgiving. You know. Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm not going home for Jesus' birthday. There oh, that's <laughs> nice. 
That is nice. I'm not going home oh, for Jesus' birthday. Yeah, I'm not. That's yeah, fucking yeah. dude. The the song is so fucking catchy. Yeah. I mean, I know I know that like wish list and hit list is a pretty potent kind of like false rhyme couplet. You know, I've I've yeah. put a couple pieces together. I've been thinking about it. Um Was you know, it- again, whatever it takes to get some attention, uh, <laughs> you know, from the world. You know, was, just basically my dog licking my hand and Avery on her phone around here. That's life. <laughs> all, that's all I get now, you know? Yeah, I need yeah. the internet. But one great thing about the Thanksgiving video is that, like, Frank got some death threats and stuff. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. People were pissed. Like, yeah. the, 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 uh, You're being you a pussy or some shit like that, probably. Yeah, the, the rednecks were fucking mad about the whole thing. And I didn't really anticipate it, but, like, yeah. somebody posted a meme that was, like, Here's my signed permission slip that says I can have as many people over for Thanksgiving as I want. And it's just a picture of the Constitution. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Shit. I was reading some of the dude. They were going in on Avery, that, too. Hey, motherfucker. They, like, that's a sick burn. Right it was it was <laughs> strong, <laughs> strong boomer burn for the for, for us. Yeah. One of them was like, from the looks of y'all, your family wouldn't want you home for Christmas anyway. Or for yeah. Thanksgiving anyways. <laughs> it's like, all right. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hey, negative press so, is still press, dude. That's Fuck true, it, man. And and you don't yeah. want everybody to like you, and I I don't think those are the people you'd want necessarily to be liking. That's true. Stuff. It and I think in you know in these modern times of everything online, if people aren't talking shit about you actively, yeah, you haven't made you yeah. haven't made enough of an impact. You it know, struck a chord is with if it's people. out there at all, people are going to be mad about it. You know, at least some people. Yeah. But but yeah, but I wasn't thinking about that when I when I did the Thanksgiving thing. You know, I didn't I didn't really give a shit. I was just yeah. doing it for fun. It wasn't necessarily um, trolling anybody. You were just they, you're making a song no, about but now, it. Exactly. So then and it was my, a political statement. You just did a yeah, whole political statement. I didn't I didn't realize how political it was, you know. Like again, if you you know, in like the slow-mo drags, my band's material, we've gone all in and said some wild shit here and there, but yeah. you know. I knew I was doing it at the time. This, I thought I was just making some fucking weird owl, silly shit, mm-hmm. you know, but people were like, you know, one guy just commented idiots. I like that. <laughs> <a lot. laughs> he just, and he had like a stop the steal, like um, yeah. profile oh picture. God. You know, I was like, I, I was like, I get it. I totally get it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, we, so, you know, it's good that you can it, laugh it off because well, we get hate comments too. And I, I used to go in hard, like, Fuck you, you piece of sh- you know, like suck my dick, all kinds yeah. of shit. It's flipping though right now. Like Is it? I've seen it in, in comedy clubs where, and uh, when I would go and do certain shows, let's say if I went to Austin, I would say certain phrases. It would like automatically set off like, well, I don't want to hear the rest of this joke because of the phrasing that you said. It's flipped now where I did a show for. Uh, J.P. Sears, I think is his name. J.P. Sears? Yeah. J.P. Sears? And it's mostly a conservative crowd, right? And so... You going to let the cat out? All right. Watch that. Sorry. It's mostly a conservative crowd. And then I found out with them, they have trigger words. Where before, I could say whatever around them. But now certain things I said, I was like, holy shit. Even on, on our podcast, for this last podcast, we got called racist and got one star... And at the bottom, <laughs> just like they're racist against white people, and I was just like, "Oh hell yeah!" Ooh, I'm so glad that was the racism <laughs> that we had. And I was just like, right. "Oh, he has a point." We, but I mean, I think people haven't caught on yet, even though the show's called Willful Ignorance, that we're being stupid or sarcastic. Hey, you're being stupid. Oh, he means it. Everything I say is yeah. 100. 
people are uh yeah i mean and, you know you know you want to be like uh liberals or snowflakes and like fuck this like cancel flip. culture it's shit flip. and it's yeah. and it's like didn't y'all didn't y'all cancel the dixie chicks like fucking 16 years ago like people are just intolerant and jerks about anything that makes them upset plus any opportunity to be the loudest whiniest crying voice in the room which now everybody has because of internet comments like someone's always going to just be fucking unreasonable about anything you know so who are some of your influences i don't don't think we got that out of you oh um 10 seconds (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) let me let me let me tell you all about it um Probably my biggest influences are, damn, not a single joke, nothing, 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 nothing funny. <laughs> like, Tara you know, was I trying to, Tara because, was trying to not be honest, and like I just got <sighs> fucked it up. You know? I, I asked because I can't tell, you know, who your influences are. It just sounds like straight up original fucking. It, it's really good, man. The album's yeah. really Thank fucking you. good, dude. Yeah, yeah. I just started. Well, listening if you, to it, th- like that's a, why a I think that you won't know my influences because I think it's pretty obvious who I'm kind of aping a lot of the time it just there's there's like it tends to be all this like indie rock shit from like the late 90s and early 2000s the toadies hey fucking hey i love the toadies the toadies were the first live band i ever saw in general admission and it was at sunset station it was incredible back was he talking Uh, about fucking a dead girl in that song yeah, and I I ordered one of their COVID masks, and it says, "Do you want to die?" on the front of it. It's fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, badass. I thought it was right there, but I moved it, I guess. But uh, yeah. but tech technically, the first show I ever saw before that, I don't count it because it was a Verizon Wireless Amphitheater, and we were on the grass, you know, uh-huh. so we couldn't really see anything. But it was Deftones and Godsmack co-headlining, Holy right? Shit, wow. yeah. I was there. I was there for Deftones, obviously. Mm-hmm. I only started. I only discovered Godsmack later in life, and I was like, I've heard I should join you the Navy. A mean Godsmack, bro. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, that's that's, that's my go-to days. karaoke. But there was yeah. an opening band, and none of us knew who they were, and uh, and they uh, we all agreed they sucked. And that opening band was Puddle of Mud. Oh, oh my god! Dude. So the first band I ever saw was Puddle of Mud. Jeez. But uh, and then they became great. So you know, and then they and then and then they showed me, didn't they? Yeah. That they guy, were, that guy got a, that guy got a. I mean, I feel bad for you know poking. Like, he's probably just a terrible alcoholic and super, like undiagnosed whatever mental <laughs> shit. But he tried to. He had like I read he had a show they were playing in like Lubbock, Texas, and it was a flyout date. And he got he got stopped at LAX because he was trying to take a fucking pellet gun on the plane with him, and so oh, they had to fuck. cancel the show because he was trying to he was trying to take a, a BB gun with him from LA to to fucking Lubbock. So why not just that's, buy that's, one in the fucking city or something? What are you gonna do with the seriously? Pellet? Yeah, put it on, put it, put it on your pellet. rider, like backstage with your fucking Coors lights. I want to, you know, just want a pelican, but Skittles and a pellet gun. I know that guy liked to get his ass smacked or something like that. That's all I remember. <laughs> Which one? The puddle of mud? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because of the song. Yes, yeah, I like the way you smack my ass. <laughs> yeah, he sounded. He sounded like a like a. What's his name from Stone Temple Pilots and like a Kurt Cobain type mix? What's his name from Stone Temple Pilots? Um, Scott Weiland. Scott who? Scott Scott Weiland. Oh, Scott. But Weiland. yeah, yeah Wes Scantlin from Puddle of Mud was definitely just channeling that or rip, ripping off Nirvana and in, in like you know ninety percent of everything he was doing. You and know? then the toadies. Well, just the voice, the music. Well, I don't think it was. The, yeah, exactly. Well, no, in, I would say in terms of how he sang. And uh, his hair; those are the two things, and that's and that's ninety and that's ninety percent of what he does. I feel yeah. like so, you know. 
that's my calculation on that one. And they the, had some good hits. And then the Toadies was after that. Toadies was the other show after that. Mm. That was that was that was a great show. I've, I've seen the Toadies a few times. And uh, but in terms of the 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 influences that have that have gone into the stuff I make now, it's like there's a handful of bands. Elliot Smith is my favorite songwriter. Wow, He's yeah. kind of known for this very like depressing mm-hmm. acoustic guitar based stuff. But it's the lyrics are all like pretty clever fuck you stuff with really beautiful vocals and super genius chord progressions, which is kind of what I'm into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's another band that I really like a lot called Wilco that uh, uh, kind of uh, there's a theme here, sad boy, super depressing kind of shit. But they're like, they're, they're also more likely to like just like go from a sad acoustic thing and break into like a really bombastic three guitars kind mm. of blaring kind of thing i like that i like a real uh contracts huh a, yeah like a real effeminate male vocal delivery and then yeah, like yeah. a very a very loud guitar contrasting that yeah. so that that's like what i that's probably what i'm into but then there's another band that i love a lot called of montreal and they're like if uh they're like if Prince was really into like um, Queen style vocal harmonies that are just like super layered and super weird, mm-hmm. and they're 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 really they're really cool and super like gay, and uh, their yeah. their live show is is very like uh, spectacle driven and pretty blasphemous and stuff like that. So like you put all those three things together, I'm into that. And most of those bands are like they're all pretty much influenced by the Beatles yeah. and the and the oh. Kinks. And like stuff like that. So, you know, like I got into honestly a lot of like the classic kind of 60s stuff through the stuff that I like from the 90s that was kind of taking from that. So how long did it take for you to find your your voice? Uh, I I was about 18 when I started writing music that wasn't hilariously just misinformed. Like I was in (laughs) I play I played in bands like the, my first show was the first great talent show. Yeah. I was on drums at that point. Okay. And, uh, and like, I, I would, I was like, I had like a little crew of, of tiny boys that we would jam with, you know, like all throughout Ooh, tiny boys, all throughout elementary school. I'm sorry. Not first, not, not first grade. It was a fifth grade talent show. I started in first oh. grade. That'd be pretty fucking impressive. Honestly, like five <laughs> yeah. years old doing it. I was like, you know, I was like 10. All right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But, uh, and, and then in middle school, we basically, I had my group of friends and we would, we would cover the first, Deftones and System of a Down records. Okay, nice. That was, we didn't really play that's shows. We 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 play the we play the talent show. Mm. That's what I had older brothers. That's you know that's just that's just what it was. You know, plus you know Toxicity is a great fucking record. Fuck yeah, yeah. The Deftones and the Deftones are still fucking cool. Like I liked all the new metal stuff. Like I certainly liked Limp Bizkit and Corn and like Thank you System for of a Down that. and Deftones. <laughs> yeah, that's like super well, not cool. Apparently, can't say that anymore. But it's fucking it's it's great. Well, I would say of the four bands that I was really into, like. Two of them have aged pretty well. Like yeah. Deftones and System of a Downers, they still got they got total credit. Like they're not they're not as embarrassing. But I celebrate <laughs> yeah. I celebrate the more embarrassing aspects of, of yep. the, the Limp Bizkit corn yeah. experience. I still have um, my cho- I still have my chocolate starfish album. As absolutely. Yeah. And you know, honestly, significant other that that was a pretty good record. I mean, you know, and I, I follow Fred Durst on Instagram. I find him pretty charming these days. He posts a lot of like vintage, like station wagons and seems pretty, like pretty chill. Yeah. I, you know, Fred Durst has, has, has turned into a, a mellow, cool dude. He's content. Um, 
But yeah, the, it really started to go downhill in the eighth grade when like, <laughs> I was when I decided that instead of like like instead of being like really into Weezer and the Toadies, I was like, I'm gonna discover like punk rock and it's gonna be bad. And so like No Effects was kind of my gateway oh, okay. into in, into punk rock, and like they're fine, they're, they're they're cool or whatever. But I got really into this band called Leftover Crack from New York City that is like they're all like squatters. And it was like very like kind of like crusty death metally influenced uh, ska. Okay. And uh, and they had like really offensive shirts. Like they they had a a, a song called "Rock the Forty Ounce" and the, and the shirt was them. And it's like you know obviously upside down crosses and pentagrams. But it was the two singers of the of the band holding up forty ounces, mm-hmm. but their faces were replaced with the two Columbine killers. Oh my god, yeah, that's perfect. And like shoot the kids at school was their whole thing. They have a, their <laughs> second record is called Fuck World Trade, and it's like it's it's the towers with like George with like gasoline mm-hmm. markers on them and George Bush flying a remote controlled airplane into and this. So was like before very, very shocking. 9-11 or is this? It was after, but oh, their okay. drummer, their drummer from was actually a janitor who worked in the towers and they were on tour. So they saved his life. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow that's a cool story. But, but it was a really like, it's such a weird thing because you know, like, like there's nothing shocking about like shocking stuff, but the fact that they were like, that was their whole thing but they were playing ska music was yeah. what made it so silly. And so, <laughs> uh, so I had this background in like ska punk that like led to like an appreciation for like traditional ska, which I'm, I'm down with like great Jamaican music. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I'm into it. Um, and there's like a band from New York called the slackers. That's really great actually. And now they actually have the same drummer from that was in leftover crack, small, small world when it comes to, Ska drummers that almost died in the towers, but uh, <laughs> but uh, and but they're like you know classy and cool and all that stuff. And so like I don't know around like eleventh or twelfth grade, I was in a band that like we were still into all of that stuff. So we would have these like kind of reggae verses and then like shreddy like Dragon Force sweet picking yeah. like choruses. And then I was starting to get into that Elliot Smith, like Beatles influenced kind of soft vocals, soft, delivery, yeah. la- layered vocals. And so you put them all together and it's just like, none of this has any business going together. Mm. It was, it was pretty technically like proficient for, for children or whatever, but yeah. like, just like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, Hey, I'm making a soup and we're going to, it's going to have mayonnaise <laughs> and like, and like raw chicken, you know, and like soy sauce. That was about as good of an idea as it was. It was a bad recipe. (laughs) So that was, that was deeply embarrassing and misguided, like youthful shit, you know, down to show off with some guitar stuff, but like couldn't wanted to like experiment with like Beatles influenced music, but couldn't let go of the ska just yet. (laughs) So it had to like, it like had to be in there. So it was like, I don't know, after I graduated high school was like, you know, when I'd fully put that behind me and started to just make like more, more, more of like one style <laughs> at a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, some pretty embarrassing shit, but the files ain't up on MySpace no more. I've tried to find them. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they, I have, they, you know. they deleted all like MySpace profiles that thank people God. haven't used in years and stuff. So thank it's still God for, for music too. though. Th- th- right. Is it still for music? I mean, I yeah. If you go to MySpace.com, there's still things for music, but you have to, I, I don't think you can just sign up. 
They're more exclusive now. When's the next album coming out? Like or like when's the, when's uh, the release? Have you guys so decided on like a? I don't I don't know exactly when it's gonna come out, but we've we're done recording it. It should be, uh, it, the the mixing engineer currently has it, mm-hmm. and fortunately for us, he's like my bass player who who runs a studio these days. It was his mentor, oh, so okay. we're getting the homie hookup on <laughs> yeah, that thing. Yeah, for sure. But that means that I don't know when the fuck he's going to get around to it. You know, that's kind of the caveat of him. Yeah. You know, giving giving us the old pricing uh, is that like you know it's it's like low priority, but it's supposed to be done by the end of the month. Uh, oh, and then great, there's man. a couple, then, but then there's a couple other things that have to happen after that. that you know, like we got to get the artwork together, mm-hmm. and uh, is there a title you know, like, that, I, like that's been decided on or? No, and that's a problem for me right now because oh, I'm like trying to get the art made, and it's like, well, what's the record called? I'm like. I don't know. You want to name it? I don't know. Like we put out, we put out one single from it earlier this year. And so I was like, I could just call the record, the name of the single and, you know, just have it named after that song. And we've already got, we've already got the artwork done. You know what I mean? But that seems lazy. And, uh, and like, I don't know, probably put a little, put a little bit more effort into it. So a little, as I say, pizzazz. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think on the title. I th- I think when we put out the like the little clip of it, we got like you know a hundred likes, which is like real good for us on Instagram. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not a, we're not a two hundred like band. We can get a hundred. We can get a hundred likes. Hell yeah. But I think what. But I think. But that that was like when I put out the. I don't know. It it, it basically already had its moment. I think if I put it back up, it's gonna be like a seventy five like. <laughs> photo if i just put up the art again you know it's like you gotta hit these people with something new otherwise how will i know that they i don't, I don't love believe me. in that put i believe it. you keep digging in the fucking ground because like the way i think oh man everybody's seen that comedy clip before what am i gonna put it but no one watches my sh- no one watches our shit so why not just keep pounding it into the fucking ground like no yeah my friends would be like dude when are you gonna put out a new clip? I'm like, I'm not trying to reach you. I'm trying to reach people in Ohio. Okay, I don't give a fuck. I, don't, I want people to like me that I don't know, not people who who, who fucking like me already. You know. I mean, I mean I it's a totally. Friends. It's a, it's well, you know, I've met them. You know, smoking, <laughs> yeah. their, smoking their cigarettes in front of the movie theater next to the LOL comedy club. Yeah. You know, yeah. R- roped off. You know. Did you ever go with Avery when we had to go do the open mics like fucking ten years ago? Did you ever go with her? Yeah, I mean, I went to like, I went to LOL a lot, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I've seen like forms of brutality and just <laughs> you know heinous, yeah. heinous nights at bars that I never would have seen ever if I hadn't have, hadn't indulged in the in being a the, yeah. the comedy. Is it harder seeing a shitty driver. comic or a shitty band? Oh, comedian for sure. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> yeah. even think about it. No, well, I mean, the thing is, you can speak freely if someone's playing music. You just yell over it or fucking go outside, yeah, you know? Yeah. Com- comedy, there's there's, there's just nowhere to go. And if you start walking out of the room, they might start talking about yeah. you while you're leaving the room, you know? Yeah. You want to go take I, a I, shit. That's what they say. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I bartended at the ballroom for so long, too, yeah. Spider House, where, you know, we just, like, we did, like, I've seen one million hours of comedy. It's like shows every but, night, like, yeah, but la- last night we went to Avery was on a show and um, it was like at Cherrywood yeah. and it was like 
it was fucking packed. Yeah. Like there was like a line out the door, which made it a miserable experience. They didn't even have a table for the comedians. So all the comedians were just like hugging the wall, you know, mm. like, or this fence outside. And like, you know, people like kept asking us to like scoot over and stuff. Like, like people like in like a garden that wasn't even in the main area. They're like, can you just move over? And it's like, oh man. And fuck you for asking. Yeah, you know? you're, you're out fucking deal with the, the consequences. You piece of shit. What the fuck? Yeah. We're all risking it. But, here. Yeah, exactly. But it was like, it was like everybody on the show is pretty good. Um, but it was just like, I don't really like standing against this fence, like in between two potted plants, just so I can like be out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Like cold holding this beer in my hand that, you know, but like uh, white cotton went on and white cotton fucking ripped it and was awesome. And then Avery went on. It was great. So like the last two uh, comedians, I was like, you know what? Like, this is beautiful. Like I, I do like this, you know, like it's, 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 it's not a, I don't have a hatred for the, uh, for the art form. It's just, I've had to be around the worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Music or, or, or a comedy, a so whole, who, a whole lot. Who can be more delusional than do you think musicians or comedians? I don't know. They're both such awful people. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, yeah, I, I, probably musicians, honestly, because I don't know. I think there's less like self-deprecation in music. Oh, that's mm. true. Pe- pe- and people, and not everybody's that funny in music. And most comedians are kind of funny. So you know, yeah, man. you can't but, really be you can't really be sexy and do comedy. You know what I mean? It's just like so with music. Yeah. You know? How dare you? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Music is a sexual. See, music is a sexual. George dancing on that buzzmill stage. Should have saw me, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was uh, uh, that was fucking packed, dude. That was dude, fucking the buzzmill was packed. All these fucking people walking around and shit, not knowing when to put your mask on or take it off or like, oh, you're always supposed to keep to it somebody. on at all times. Nah, we're outside well, though. Like, I mean, I don't know. Ed, Sher- Ed Sherry would their whole thing is like, well, if you're sitting down, you can have your mask off, but Which, if you're standing up, you have to have it on. Yeah, because and it's like it's like these people are all on top of each other. Like that's yeah. that is such bullshit. It's like okay, well, I'm like against the fence, and there's like a dude like three feet to my right. All their masks are off, but mine's on. Yeah, because I'm standing up. You know, which like all the more reason to have the mask on, honestly. But we did finally get a table at the end. And it didn't even occur to me to take it off at that point. I just had the thing on yeah. the whole time. And it's like, well, well COVID why stop is a good that, thing now? COVID is in that four foot to six foot range. <laughs> yeah. so, I like the idea that it just like falls down to yeah. the ground. It's all good. So if you're sitting down and someone is standing up next to you, totally safe. It's like totally cold fun. fronts. You know what I mean? Cold air. <laughs> and so, and if you're over six, seven, you don't even have to worry about COVID because it just goes over. It's amazing. It's hitting them in the chest. It's yes, not hitting them it, in COVID the... hits you in the chest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, should have been a basketball player. So we had this conversation, right, that we got interrupted by this guy at the place we were at with the thing we were doing at the time of being, right? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and uh, so people tend to, like, shit on music, like, because the band progresses and, and it, uh, it changes you become, up. You become so popular that you become a character of yourself to certain people who are not true fans. Because the first time, like I've always is heard, that it? You think so? I think so because I've always heard Creed, right? Like Creed, people make fun of Creed. Creed is fucking. People make fun of Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Even though Nickelback's an easy target. Nickelback's too. Easy. Nickelback, but then I started hearing, 
people making fun of Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I was like, "What?" See, yeah, we hear this all the so time. So this is this this is the conversation we were happening. Yeah. we were having that they got interrupted, and it is true. The Red Hot Chili Peppers did become the butt of the joke at some point. No, they Maybe are not was- the butt of a joke. No, I'm just playing, doing the same thing the guy did. <laughs> hey, you threw over there. <laughs> I'm in your conversation now. Hey, guy. That's my that's my cousin. Fuck you. Uh. Yeah, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, for sure, probably more in, maybe it was more confined to the, like, hipster, indie rock kind of kind of circles. But they definitely were, like, the new Creed or Nickelback. It's a reference to something that sucked. And I, 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 I'm not really interested in, like, any groupthink pile-on. I think that's usually lazy. And, uh, you know, it's just... It's it's just groupthink mentality, but you know, there, I think there's probably a point in the Red Hot Chili Peppers career where, like, Anthony Kiedis as like a 55 year old or whatever, being like California dang a lang a bing bong, this yeah. you know, yeah. like, like that was when people were like, huh, really? Like you know, like it, it it's cool to do it in the 90s, and then like when you do it for 20 years, there's going to be a moment where people are like. This does not connect. What's yeah. with the Shamalama ding dong shit? Somebody you know what I mean? See, but nobody did. nobody shits on Missy Elliott for her fucking. Well, that's a little you know. different. She wore the suits. You got to wear the big old suit when you do that. But didn't she just? But she didn't. She didn't keep making records. You know, yes, like they did. Mm. It, it, and and they just you know I think they I think they did the same thing for long enough that what made it kind of charming and silly in the first place started being a little too silly and a little less charming perhaps to yeah. some people now me i i'm i'm, I'm down with the red hot chili peppers they weren't like they weren't um like my go-to go-to yeah. in the early 90s like i was the youngest of five and we kind of all played music and i was like so i started playing drums really young oasis and we just that... we liked we liked nirvana and raging machine like that oh, was yeah. Yeah. that was kind of the thing but i i did like uh i did like red hot chili peppers and Salt to Squeeze, man, from the Coneheads movie. That fucking, that's my jam. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's that's I'm, a beautiful tune. I'm trying tune. to think now. Did Kurt Cobain die before you were born? No, no, no. no. I remember Kurt, Kurt Loder told me that Kurt Cobain died. I remember, oh, I remember finding out about it. I was young, but but I was like six. Six? Um, How the fuck old was I then? Because he died when I was like in fifth grade, I think. Or maybe sixth grade. Seventh grade? Sixth grade? Everybody was distraught. The whole school was in mourning, dude. Yeah, no, all but the, I remember, I remember, wearing, like, I, I hadn't even left. I, had, I still lived in <laughs> Dallas. I, I moved from Dallas to San Antonio before the first grade. Mm. But I like remember being in Dallas when the MTV Unplugged fucking performance debuted. Oh yeah, yeah. like we watched it, and then like both of my, like my brother and my stepbrother both left separately to go to the mall, to like different malls to like buy the CD. Showing your age. The yeah. One of them came back. Came hey, the, well, the first, the first tape I bought was Nirvana Bleach. Oh, okay. And the first the first CD I bought was Nirvana Nevermind and it was it was the I loved the fucking you got this the CD and the anti theft packaging that was like the really fucking long <laughs> yeah. like tail the little the, the rectangle the yeah. plastic it's just like but the jeans were so big back then like that wasn't even an issue you could fucking you could stuff one of those down a pair of jinkas no problem it was like <laughs> no, that's right there. yeah you know if the, if the if the if the sensor goes off whatever but like there were ways to conceal that thing. I got, I, that I, shit was like 20 bucks, man. I felt the uh, hell. I knew I was getting older when they didn't, people that I was talking to didn't know who Chris Farley was. 
or Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. Where, where, where the fuck are you at? A daycare? I fuck? know. Well, no, they're in, they're all in their twenties, and I just like you don't know the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and the song I sing, I'm like the part, you know, I couldn't think of anything, and I just go ding dang dong ding dong ding dong. I started doing that, and they all looked at me like I was the biggest piece of shit. If you want to get, you want to get away with being a racist, put it to a like other like a melody or something. Other right, other and other is what it's called on Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, that's not. What is it called? Other side. No, that's that's a that's a whole different song. The one where it's called uh, um ding ding dong dong ding ding. No, uh, uh, around the world. Oh yeah, Mother Russia. Yeah, Russia. yeah. I think I had to pull up the lyrics on YouTube to prove my point that I wasn't a racist <laughs> just because one person <laughs> in the group happened to be Asian. I was like, damn it, like this is not. I promise you, I'm not being racist. Listen, you're like this is this is offensive to Asian people and maybe also mentally challenged people. I'm not sure. <laughs> like this is hitting a couple but different targets here. <laughs> we only think it's racist because I don't speak Chinese. I don't speak Cantonese. He could have been actually saying something. No, he was not. No, you don't think so? I no. no. You don't think Ching Chang Chong Chong Ching Chang is a? <laughs> no, it was Ding Dang Dong Dong Ding. Dang. Oh, dong dong. What are you saying? It's not Ching Chang? No, I it's s- not Ching Chang. I could have sworn it was Ching Chang. So I mean, I'll show my age right now and my San Antonio credibility as well. I saw Neil Hamburger at Rock Bottom on Avenue B. Okay. Um, wow. And one he did a lot. He did a, he does a lot of red hot chili peppers jokes. And one wow. of them was uh who holds the most Grammys for alternative rock performances? And the the punchline was uh, the pawn shop across the street from uh, Anthony Kiedis' heroin dealer. <laughs> oh shit! That's a good one. Is that a is that like a fucking goal or or like you mean Grammy nominated slow mo drags Grammy nominated songwriter of the year? Uh, it I mean, seems it's not unlikely. Bullshit. Let's do it, man. Oh yeah. No, like, you don't think I, so? I think uh, I think a more attainable goal would be like. Let's convince Frank to do a music video for us. <laughs> yeah, um, but I do have a like my one of my favorite dudes from San Antonio. His name is Joe Reyes, and he played in a band called Buttercup. And you know they're all they're all like middle aged dudes. And he he um, uh, recorded like my old band's album and stuff like that. And he's like one of my favorite musicians of all time. Mm-hmm. And he has like a couple Grammys. He has like a Latin Grammy and something else. Oh, and like. I basically bring that up to anybody anytime I talk about Joe Reyes. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it is kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I would like one. I'd be happy to have one, but I, I would, I would be happy just to, uh, just to, uh, you know, headline, headline, uh, a, a slightly larger club than we do. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I, I don't, but I do have some, you know, like the Grammys is kind of, we're, we're, a, we're a little, we're we're like sweet boy kind of whatever shit, but we're way more punk rock than that. You know, we're 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 yeah. a little too cool for the Grammys. We're we're too we're too in your face, man. You know, <laughs> like yeah. Well, with the guns, 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 and the you know, it's, wouldn't, it's, wouldn't it be better? That, wouldn't it be better to go viral though than win a Grammy? I mean, more more people would know you. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. That should be the goal yeah. now instead of Grammys is go viral. Well, and you know viral. what? I mean, it's if you know, like. Like having like a, a TikTok video or something dumb like that is like, you know, that's that's about as cool as it sounds, you know, like which is to say like that shit's lame. But there's actual people that have made like entire successful careers based off of putting out YouTube videos, you know, and yeah. they're doing exactly what they want to do. And they're having they have no relationships with labels or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for that's pretty fucking inspiring. The fact that you can like go. A lot of straight straight to an audience yeah and a lot like of rappers do that 
Half the music that Josh like like listens to, it's all on like SoundCloud. People you never heard of oh, no, that have like I'm, you know a million downloads. It's like who is this? Yeah. I've never heard of him before. And all of a sudden, oh, I mean, Drake stole it from that's, him. That's I'm too old to be listening to this music. By the way, it's <laughs> mostly hip hop. It's like, I was gonna say it's, I'm gonna guess it's like a lot of white guys with face tattoos yeah. uh, <laughs> d- doing what the do whole emo emo rap thing with I the face tattoos. I don't like pussy fucking. I mean, I don't want to say pussy, but you know, it, to me, no, it's you mean, like I just said it's it. like pussy <laughs> pussy sad boy rap. Yeah, or, I can't. Was it? What was that guy? I can't name? fucking that... believe that that shit is real. Like it's I can't believe crazy, that dude. emo rap became a thing. You know, it's. Who's I mean, the anything head on that? becomes it was a thing. A little, um, little pump or peep. Little peep. Little peep. He yeah. was the guy who, 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 you know, took saw, too many, took the, too many pills or whatever. I saw the documentary and uh, I did not feel bad for this dude. Oh, your dad didn't <laughs> around. Suck it up, you fucking bitch. He's like, Jeez. what are you talking about? I don't understand. Oh yeah, he did a lot of drugs because his dad wasn't around. Oh, did he die? Did he leave him? No, he just you know didn't come over when he would say sometimes. Like get the right, fuck out yeah. of here! What struggle is this? They, get, and you oh. can't like make some hard ass fucking music about it. Like I mean, it is rap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like the, the just like yeah, and I don't I don't I don't I don't like uh, you know. I felt bad for him. Emo music. I don't like emo rock music really either. I did like Weezer a lot. Let so me ask I'm, you this. You know, but the shit that, you know. Do you believe that Elliot Smith was a suicide? Yeah. I really? So. He stabbed yeah. himself in the chest? What, twice? Twice. Twice. It's on suicide. I, I would say, I, I, would, I would say, it, it, it could have been. I I mean, I, I try it. not to dwell on it. There's a, there's <laughs> a song, there's a song on his record, EXO. Um, called Everybody Cares, Everybody Understands. Mm-hmm. And that that's a song that he wrote like about being committed to like uh not not like whatever, like a rehab like psych evaluation because he was on tour the record before mm-hmm. and like just kind of randomly after a show they were dropping somebody off and he just jumped out of the car having a panic attack or whatever and just went running. And he ended up running off of a cliff oh, and shit. landing like in a tree and getting like a tree stuck in his back. So he got committed to this like psych ward for like a week, you know? And so I think if you live your whole life trying to die yeah. and then, and then like you stab yourself twice in the chest and it's like, well, like, you know, I would, I would look towards like the entire the entire uh like you know heroin binges and like you know heroin shit like doesn't that. get you stabby though right heroin puts you to sleep but you won't feel but if the stabbing if you're on heroin would you like he fell and was going to sleep and was like oh that hurt and he's like right, i'm gonna do it again and then he was well no on. no that, that's not he was at well he was sober when he killed yeah, exactly himself, yeah, you know? yeah which make but you know like people that get sober like that that fucks up their mind yep. too you know like try, I think trying was, to go off antidepressants and quitting like fucking the dopamine your, 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 your crack smoking you know yeah but uh uh yeah yeah i don't know who's to say but the dude could really rip it man great fucking guitar player yeah, fuck yeah. He he was the I didn't know this because I, I I do I just started getting into music, like a few years ago. Actually, when like when I started doing comedy, I got into music. You know, I started listening to the different shit there because I just didn't care about it. I'll be honest with you, I just did don't give like when I'm in my car, it's dead quiet. You know, I don't really yeah. have like a favorite band like the Deftones. Of course, when I was a kid, 
but I kind of just think about other things, you know. And uh, when I started uh, doing comedy, I started being exposed to, like, local artists, like, actual fucking people with talent, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, musicians and fucking people who paint and sculpt and all kinds of crazy shit. So, I, so me and Raul used to go to fucking... Uh, um, to uh, Limelight, of course, and we used to go to the uh, fucking... Uh, Night Rocker. Night Rocker. The Mix. The Mix, you know, to do spots. There ain't that many places to list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would we would, uh, we, we would open up for these fucking bands, you know, these, like, yeah. local bands and shit, and I would, me and him would fucking, like, ah, uh, The Lost Project, ah. <laughs> yeah. We bought all this merch and shit, you know, CDs and the T-shirt. We're like, man, we're, we're a couple of stooges over here. But um, <laughs> so I, so I've been getting into Elliot. Like I didn't get into Elliot Smith till like I was like fucking thirty, you know. Which is yeah. like fuck. Where's this guy been all my life? Yeah. And uh, I didn't hear about I, uh, Elliot Smith until it's pretty sad. But until Rick and Morty said it on the on the thing. Oh no shit! Yeah, and any music yeah, yeah. That, that Rick and Morty says, I go and I look it up immediately. Yeah. We played a we played a tribute show like uh, an right, Elliot Smith yeah. uh, last year. Um, at Cheer Up Charlie's, and his like mom was there, and like his family were there. Okay. Is he an Austin it was guy? Fuck, it was fucking crazy. Um, he was his his he had family in like DFW area. Oh, okay, okay. And and then moved to Portland. Um, but his like sister lives in Austin and stuff like that. Mm. So like his family were kind of around, and that was like it was his it was what it would have been his fiftieth birthday. So there's like a lot of shows happening around the country and around mm. the world and stuff. But ours was they were at, and he. Like he has this, uh, like sort of in the lore of Elliot Smith, he had like sort of an abusive stepfather that like he oh, okay. that he really hated. And it's not on any of the it's not on any of the album tracks, but there's like some some like deep cut unreleased stuff unreleased stuff where he he references Charlie in the songs, right? And that's like the stepdad. And so we played our set, and I was at the bar, uh, getting getting a shot and a beer, and like I, it was pretty obvious that like his family were there. Like I knew they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. And but you could tell like who was like the group of old people who had been there the whole time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mobbed up, and I could see them kind of, kind of, you know, the classic like you just did a show and someone wants to kind of talk to you thing, you know? And this guy was like, "Hey, we really liked your show," you know? He was like, "That's his mom over there," blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, holy shit!" And I was like, "I'm Jackson. What's your name?" He was like, "Oh, I'm Charlie. Nice to meet you." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up meeting his mom and all that stuff. Yeah. And she, and she was like, "I really loved your shit. You know, I really loved y'all y'all set or whatever." And I was like, "Cool. Wow, that's fucking dope." And I'm man. gonna Jesus go Christ. drink a lot right now because <laughs> yeah. I can't really process that. Probably gonna try to find some cocaine. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a kid show. And. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I That's need to. I need to. Cool, re- I need to really make some bad decisions after after being being give, gifted that heavy weight. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Um, I didn't discover Daniel Johnson until he he passed, and I was like, oh, I, honestly, that's how I've been listening to music. As soon as, as, soon as someone dies, so, I go through the whole catalog because all lo- my friends are sad about it. I'm like, see the lo-fi guy? guy from. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's the high. How are you, frog from uh, yeah. from on the on the on the Guadalupe drag in Austin? Yeah, Kurt Cobain wore one of his shirts on like a Rolling Stone album, and then. Like that's what propelled. But Daniel Johnston, Daniel Johnston, fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He he like bipolar, really, really out there, dude. But like the songs are catchy, and like man, if you want to talk, if you want to write some heartbreaking music, yeah, I think it really helps to be like fully unhinged and like literally out of your mind. You know, like he was like, there's, there's. Have you ever seen the documentary, The Devil and Daniel Johnston? No, I haven't seen that yet. Great documentary. At one point. 
like at what point he had left Texas and was like in the Midwest or something like that and was like doing a lot of acid. Mm-hmm. And his dad, his dad went and picked him up and his dad was a pilot and, a, and like had like a small prop plane or whatever it was, you know, mm-hmm. and they were, they were flying back to Texas and Daniel Johnson was certain that uh, his dad was taking him back there so that the devil could like take his soul or whatever. Oh, and he shit. fucking, he yanked the keys out of the ignition of the plane and threw him out the fucking window oh, and shit. they crashed the plane they all they both survived like they landed in the trees and oh. shit but he threw the fucking keys out the window of a plane <laughs> you know jesus it's a lot could have just jumped yeah. out i mean well, you don't have to do that yeah yeah he, he did anything other than that he, anything he could have been like jerked a wheel or something don't fucking throw the keys out of the motherfucker jesus christ dude yeah i've been Ooh. listening to uh, uh have Ooh. you heard of andrew jackson jihad uh yeah but i don't i never listened to him they, they, it's like uh, they, they almost sound like a Daniel, uh, 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 like a Johnston type, but they're just a little bit more. They have drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of those old Daniel Johnston tapes, like he's like he plays a song, and then like you can hear his like mom open up the door down to the basement. She's like yelling at him, you know, yeah, yeah. like Very, need to uh, stop this. <laughs> Very uh, uh, what do you call, grassroots or so, I don't know what you would call it. Oh, you know, when I wanted to mention something earlier when we were talking about uh, talking about going viral and YouTube shit. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a band I like a lot who uh, they're like mostly an instrumental funk band, which Mm. and they're and they're pretty much mostly white people. So like put those together, you would expect it to be the worst thing ever, right? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. but they're actually pretty cool. They do it. It's a more vintage approach to it, and and all their videos are pretty much like all their songs they release, they release as videos and they're all kind of live performances, but it's like single camera kind of following the action. You know, it's clearly edited on like iMovie. It's not like, it's, it's like nothing that has really high production value, but they put out an, a record on Spotify called sleepify. And it was just eight hours of silence. Huh. And they just had their, they had their fans like put it on when they would go to sleep. Whoa. And uh, they raised like, they made like 20 grand off of it before <laughs> before Spotify had to like change the rules of like what you can upload. And they ended up using that money to put on like a small free tour. Like they did like three West Coast and like three East Coast dates, what they spent their money on. Jesus so, Christ. Like, that's some pretty fucking cool shit. That's you fucking know? Like, dope as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, we're going to record nothing <laughs> for our uh-huh. charge and- for it. That's fucking dope. And, and and despite being, you know, again, white people playing black music in 2020, <laughs> uh, it's actually good and not totally irredeemable and awful. Sorry if that's racist against white people. I'll now we're going to get another one star. Straight up, dude. <laughs> yeah. White people are the Damn worst. We, you know what's weird? The older I get, the more my I feel like my, my musical palette is becoming more like my parents because I've been listening to a lot more Spanish music. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and before, I'd never listened to that. Now I'm in the car, and I'm jamming Gypsy Kings for a whole hour, and I'm like, who the fuck am I becoming? And do, you, then, do you like Tejano music? Do you like, uh, have you seen the the, the new Selena series yet? On uh, I haven't seen the new Selena series, um, uh, but, you know, like Flaco Jimenez and like the Texas Tornadoes, that's like, Obviously not Tejano, but like yeah. pretty inf- influenced by it, like Texas style rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That was that that was that was like my dad's favorite shit. Like my dad plays guitar and, and is in a, has been in a band his whole life and whatnot. And uh, so like I, I that you know that did not really do anything for me as a kid. But like you know once I got a little older, I definitely 
I definitely latched onto it. And uh, I got a couple of buddies who, the guy I mentioned earlier, Joe Reyes, um, uh, who played in that band Buttercup, for a minute there, they like, they lost their drummer and they hired these two kids and they were, they're, uh, they're, they're Emilio and Diego Navarra and their dad was like um, uh, Emilio Navarra and he yeah. used to like, oh, and so like, you know, that's cool. <laughs> yeah some of these kids they're, are they're like they then they, they play they have like a, a band that, that that does that kind of that, that sort of combines that super super tex-mex kind of tejano that thing polka. with a with a more beatles pop kind of thing but uh you know i think i think if you gotta you gotta have some damn respect for that shit if you're from fucking south texas you know texas, like, baby, yeah. that's that's what it's all about man i've been watching these five years like, on on youtube that are like amazing drummers like they play like all the system of now, like da, 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 and they're like five year old little girl. I'm like, I I need to teach my daughter. Yeah, how they to, got ADHD. Too, how to bro. do this? You know what I mean? Do I got to give them Adderall? What do I got to give my kids so they can be whatever whatever this? it takes to make the business from home, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're gonna go on. What's that uh, uh, that show GTA or whatever? Yeah, uh, you know what it is. I forgot what it's called. America's Got Talent. America's Got AGT. AGT. And I put them on America's Got Talent, and I tell them my wife beat me. And I ran away with my kid who's a prodigy. And you're sick somehow. And I'm sick somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it'd be a good story. And Never like, have to work again. I mean, that's that's the, that's what we're all looking for here. I mean, a no, way one, out. no one can blame, you know, Selena's father or Joe Jackson. I mean, I kind of almost wish I had a f- parent like that. They just beat me into submission, into superstardom. For comedy? Or for anything. Imagine that. Next joke, I said. Next joke. <laughs> right throwing fruit at you. Bitch, I said next joke. That's a fucking hack, bitch. Act it out. You skipped a beat. Act it out. You missed the word, you piece of shit. Where's the inflection? Exit stage right. <laughs> you stole that joke from Dane Cook. Fuck. <laughs> Move the mic stand, Which, bitch. Hey, don't fucking <laughs> rag on Dane. That shit holds up. It was shitty back yep. then, and it's shitty <laughs> <laughs> He really, I mean, that first comedy special yeah, he did where he's got, cool. you know, mm. was where he was like wearing the black tank top and he oh. seemed like, he comedy seemed Central like he was hour. a whole thing. Yeah. I, I love that shit when it came out. And yeah. then like, I don't, I didn't really notice when he turned into this like, sort of like pre Ed Hardy kind of bleached yeah. hair kind of douchebag bro. Vicious I didn't, because when, when he first came out, his vibe was like, I don't know. It seemed more like, you know. Cool, More, chill. Like way cooler. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He got into superstardom. Maybe it was the millions and millions of dollars he made in between specials. Well, I, that I, I guess think his, his brother stole from him eventually. With, Forty million dollars with comedians, yeah, which, which made know. him cool again after that. I feel like after he got his whole life stolen from him. It's like, he, well, he said it like was his, yeah. it's his stepbrother, and he was like, uh, he goes, it, it was like he wouldn't look at me. It was like I didn't know him anymore. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, come on, apologize. Something look at me, and he wouldn't look at him. At all, it was like a, a stranger uh, that he knew his whole life. He feels like, yeah, like it. There was never a connection. This person was just fucking me over, and now he has a better comedy special. Good it. for him, yeah. dude. When he, when this is why we this is why we all hate our stepbrothers. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do hate my stepbrother, so that one's pretty cool. Damn it, mixing in some real. You know, I I have some cousins that they had. I probably shouldn't say this. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Well, can we edit it out? I have a lot of cousins as well. Uh, Huh? 
I said, I too have some, I got quite a few cousins actually. So my my cousin, so we'll edit this out. Can we edit this out? Okay, just say, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my, I just want to tell you this for no reason, I guess. Uh, They got off to that. Maybe, maybe that's part of the. There's a reason that all that, all that, all that incest shit is so big on Pornhub is because. What's your favorite kind of porn there? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever's on, you know. Yeah, really? Well, I'm constantly watching pornography, so, you know. You can't you, you can't just eat the same kind of ice cream all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you Have go. you ever dabbled in the? Uh, I, I would, I would say whatever whatever doesn't come across as overtly uh, mean. Sometimes you oh, know you don't I don't like I, the spitting and pe- peeing and punching the girl and not if it seems mean. Not if it seems mean. <laughs> not if it's not inviting. It's just weird. do it nice. Just do it nice. <laughs> well, it's weird. It seems. Oh, like I got a story. Yeah. It, go ahead. I got I got this uh, my truck parked outside my Toyota Corolla. There was a I was I was uh, leaving to go to San Antonio, and Avery and I were driving down there for some reason. And I hadn't I hadn't yet gotten my prescription sunglasses, so I the only way I could fucking drive was I had found these big granny like full on bug the glasses that wrapped all the way around, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was wearing those, and we were like we were like driving down the the road and avery was i you know my phone connected to play music or whatever and she's like she's like i hey i think you're uh, uh oh, i yeah. think your phone connected to the car <laughs> and uh, and i think it's porn and i just like take off the glass and it just says like big tits latina blowjob you know <laughs> She's told everybody. I, I've, you know, like, I was, <laughs> might as well share that here, you know. But I didn't, I didn't know that there was like um, that Bluetooth will kill you, dude. <laughs> I, I, well, I told, I told my bandmates about that because I thought it was the greatest story of all time. You yeah. know, my guitar player was like, "Why didn't you? Why weren't you on incognito?" I was like, oh, "What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is what is incognito?" That's for perv. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm smarter now. You know, I got a VPN. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking a dump watching some porno, right? And in my house, my stereo is is Bluetooth to my phone, right? Yeah. And so I'm just I'm there watching, like, where the fuck is the sound at? And I'm trying <laughs> to I'm turning it up in my house. <laughs> my whole house. Thank God my daughter wasn't there. But my wife was like, What the fuck? Like from upstairs, turn that shit. What are you doing? And I was like, Oh fuck, oh, fucking Bluetooth, you fucking traitor. <laughs> My whole house was, oh, that, fuck, oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bitch, oh, we're related somehow, and I'm fucking, right. whatever. Fucking idiot. Yeah. I've been I've been into uh, P videos. Have you seen what? the P videos? Really? Just like a novelty. I like, I'm like, holy shit, because this is, this is, okay, this is getting weird. So what they do is they'll put down like a, like a plastic covering, right? Like a, like a. That's smart. Like a shower curtain type thing, like a tarp. And they'll have this woman, and, you know, she looks respectable, you know? She looks like this couldn't possibly happen. But I read the title of the video. Anyway, so she gets into the fucking middle of the thing, and there's all these guys come up with flaccid penises, which doesn't look good on camera. But hard penises do. Hard penises are right, you know? They look great. Yeah, they're like, they're ready to go. Hey, that's my boy. That's me, you know, type shit. So his penis is your penis? Sometimes. Okay. So, um... They come up and they just start peeing all over, and she is enjoying, it and she's gargling, like uh, swallowing some of the pee. They're peeing. Okay, this is weird. They peed in her butt. Now, how do you stick a flaccid penis 
inside someone's anus and then just pee. And then she shits out the pee. She streams out the pee. It's fucking, it's not sexual. Um, and then they start having sex. And then that's when I'm like, oh, okay, finally. Yeah, you boring. watched all that. Yeah, it's, just, it's, I mean, I'm forwarding through it. It's about, you know, an hour of fucking video. I'm not watching the whole fucking, I don't know who has that kind of time. Yeah. But I'm forwarding it, you know, every fucking like 10 minutes. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, it gets worse. And uh, I just want to know, have you ever tried? <laughs> would you? I don't understand the so piss, the piss I, thing. Well, like you know, I would say that um, if I had theoretically seen any of these videos with yeah. urination involved, it's like I feel like I don't drink enough water to be able to see yeah. these videos because, like, it's like a nice, clear, hydrated stream. I would imagine theoretically, whereas I'm like, I'm always like, man. That's some yellow pee. I got to fucking drink some water. It's like, you know, like, the but you got like, that's like the one thing I feel like really matters to if, 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 if that, if that's what's happening, that. you know, yeah. like, well, you, gotta, you don't, you don't want to have, you know, you don't yeah. want, you don't want to have like surge coming out of your dick, you know, like or, you don't want to have yellow Gatorade. You gotta, you gotta have a nice clear, like, Hey, know, I'm not sick. Clear. Right. I yeah. work out, I drink water, you know, like, yeah. A I strong saw, stream. I'm just, I, I just like talking about this. I saw this. Uh, um, I've, I've been tricked a couple of times. Not tricked, <laughs> but just like, uh, like. Tr- no, you weren't tricked. You knew. I went down the wrong path. I'm not used to going. Oh my goodness! What is this? Um, <laughs> how did I end up here? So yeah, but it, you know, so there's these two guys and a girl, which is which is nice, right? And uh, they're going to town, and then the other guy, I guess he's taking a break, and he goes off off camera. I'm like, all right, I don't know where he's going, but I like what's happening here. And uh, so they pan to the girl, right? And she's, and I'm just not used to this. You know, it was shocking for me. I'm a, I'm a Christian. And so she, she, this guy's railing her. I'm like, that's what I like. Hell yeah. Moan, desire, lust, passion. And then the camera pans out. And the guy, the guy was like, oh, like I, I thought he was getting a little bit too dramatic, you know, like, oh, fuck, oh. And then it pans out, and the other dude is eating his ass while he's fucking the other girl. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I'm like, I'm like right Got there. Me. I'm like right there. And I'm like, you motherfucker. That wasn't in the title, you know? It's like, yo, be careful. You're going to see some ass eating. Well, and it's it, not going to be what you're you used to. If you hold the cursor over the video, it'll play through a preview. It gives so you a preview, but it doesn't give you the, the fucking juiciest part of the fucking that thing. That was the juiciest part? That was the probably, yeah, the fucking the big reveal. You know, the camera. This man back. getting his peach fucking <laughs> fully, fully appreciated. <laughs> I, well, I I had I had you know I had older brothers and there would be like the the Showtime or HBO mm-hmm. like like free weekend if like on cable you know and so they would always like record as much like real sex and like uh, Red Shoe Diaries and whatnot you know and I had a, I had a tape that was labeled like they, 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 one of them was Beverly Hills Cop one and two great great cover you know just <laughs> yeah. put your own label on it that was yeah. that was the whole thing. And I had one up in Dallas where my dad and stepmom lived, hidden in a sock drawer, you know? It said, like, The Simpsons, you know? <laughs> in a sock drawer. Right. Yeah, because that's where you'd keep your Simpsons safe. And, like, one day I came home, my dad was like, so we got to talk, sit down on the couch, you know? And he was like, so Karen was cleaning the house, and she was going through your drawers, and she found a tape in there, and she wanted to watch some episodes of The Simpsons. Oh, no. <laughs> So she put it on. I was like, man, she knew what that was. 
It was you know, covered like, in jizz. You you want to make it, you want to make it sound like yeah. uh, like like this this all happened. There was a snooping. There was a suspicion. Mm. She knew what it was when she put it in the in the VCR. Surely, yeah. I can't imagine she sat down with a bowl of popcorn like, oh, this is definitely actually The Simpsons. It was you know? a night an event. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, yeah. I got busted. I got busted. I don't know. What are you gonna do? I was only there for the weekend. My cousin yeah. had a uh, thirty-three minutes uh, recorded of barbed wire, and I remember Ooh, going okay. to his house. And every time I would go to his house, I'd like put it on, put on. And then I was Emily like, Anderson. "That was porn, right?" And then I look back at no, it, it was, now. It was soft. She was like fucking his belly button, or like way higher, like oh, up yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> like riding his chest. And I was like, "What the fuck is?" And going? unrealistic too, just yeah, 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 yeah. No, like doing like major like waves like yeah. that. I'm like, "Damn, you got a long dick, bro. Good job." Right. I got busted once because uh, I, I found a porn tape at a pool. It was called Climactic Scenes 2. <laughs> and uh, my, my buddy found this other. T- anyway, so we had, i like, oh, my God, I f- this is a gift from God. You know, it was meant to be fake. And you guys would share the tape? Yeah, we would trade tapes and shit. It was only two tapes, me, oh. me and my buddy George. So I had mine. So my parents had this TV where it was on the ground. It was, like, made out of oak or some shit, like one of those floor TVs, and on top was a piece. Anyway, so I would watch it, you know, 30 seconds at a time. It took me, like, eight years to watch the whole thing. And um, so my brother found it, and him and his friend would watch it, you know? And uh, one day, it's a Sunday. It's family movie night, right? Mm-hmm. And you already know where this is going. We're, we're going to watch a movie, and there's a tape already in there. My mom's like, what is climactic oh, yeah. scenes about? And I'm like, I'm sweating immediately. <laughs> because even if she puts it in, no one knows it's mine. You know, it's yeah. just a fucking tape. Then I'm my dad will probably get blamed. But um, I didn't know right. my brother and his friend were watching it, and they forgot it in there. Because I know I'm very careful. I'm like an evil fucking criminal. You right? took care of that tape. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That tape was lasted forever. And, um, dude, it was a good tape. It was like from the 70s. So Ron Jeremy was in there a lot. And a bunch of hairdos and fucking weird fucking premises for porn. I and like how uh, you mentioned all the dudes and none of the women. Right, I don't know. Ron Jeremy, a bunch of dudes. He was the only famous one. I <laughs> anyway, mean, the dude was eating his Jenna ass. Jenna Jameson wasn't in there. You know, I didn't know who the fuck <laughs> she was. A, she was a baby at that time. Different era. Not. Different era, yeah, yeah. Com- completely. Um, uh, so anyway, so my mom's like, climactic. She puts it in, and it's straight to some fucking lady sucking a dick while she's getting fucked. My mom's like, ah! She screams like, <laughs> like murder, dude, in front of. And my dad's on the bed, and we're all on the floor, like about to watch TV. Oh my god! She pulls out the fucking tape and starts ripping the tape up just out of rage. Who's the, <laughs> whose tape is this? And my brother was like, it's George's. Damn, points <laughs> points That's to my face, up. bro. I'm like, what the fuck? And she believed him immediately. She's like, you're fucking dirty through the tape at me and shit. I'm like, what? Hey, why? What? <laughs> I, I didn't know what to say. And, my, and so I found out later that my brother and his friend Brianna were watching the fucking thing. And my, my dad was like, damn, you're fucking dumb. I can't believe you got caught. Your mom thinks you're a dirty fucking. <laughs> so that was the first time I got caught. The second time I got caught was uh, actually I denied it. And she believed me was I ordered a bunch of dirty movies on the pay- on the pay-per-view. <laughs> At a hotel the, or at home? No, I at home at the Time Warner Cable. And uh, I just didn't give a fuck about the consequences, you know? And, Hell um, yeah. And so my mom was like, uh, she called, oh, my God. <laughs> like She had like $120 worth of fucking dirty Warner. videos on her fucking Time Warner bill. That's when she knew you were a piece of no, shit. No, was- I denied it. And she thought it was my brother again because, you know, it came out that he was watching it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
And so she was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And she called the time. I did not order this. I am not fucking a pervert, yada, yada. And um, well, somebody masturbated. And she's to like, it, man. who who watched this? Who watched this in my fucking house? What the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. This is disgusting. You're dirty, yada, yada. And uh, and uh, Georgie, was it you? I was like, fuck, no, dude. You know me. I'm going to do it undercover, baby. And she was like, <laughs> Patrick and Jacqueline, what the fuck? And they both denied it. And I'm like, it was them. And they're like, oh, you fucking dirty. And then years later. I gave her like 80 bucks. And I was like, hey, mom, remember like five years ago when I porno? She was like, it was you. I'm like, here's 80 bucks. I'm five sorry. years ago? How long ago was this? It was like years later when I fucking like admitted that shit, dude. I was so embarrassed. Like, hey, mom, I'm, I'm 42 years old now. Here's I 80 bucks. I finally have the money to pay you for my <laughs> porn addiction. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Porn's great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we, there, we, there, we, there was a lot of uh, stray pieces of, of, of like, Porno magazines in the park across the street from my hmm. dad's house in Dallas. Jesus, you got it. You know they got it. You got it, which is amazing that just children were like collecting these things like a scrapbook. You know, you yeah. put it all together, and you've got like one fully realized. You know, like night in the you know underneath the house or whatever. All I had was uh, Victoria's Secret's entire bank. What I had. Oh, you were pretty strict though, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was a very strict household. Yeah, so. Well, and I don't feel like every park had quite that much just free, like <laughs> weird ho- hobo porn kind of, kind of, you know, just like we would like go out and like Ooh. we had pretty good luck finding, yeah, like rained on pornography like pretty consistently, and you know that ain't showing up on a cable bill, you know what I mean? No, <laughs> you, you can't put you can't put that in a VCR. They gotta, they gotta <laughs> put that back. I'm gonna exactly. fold that and masturbate to it later. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, porn really helped me out too. Um I used to uh go to the adult megaplex, right? Mm-hmm. And they have these rooms there where you can pay like twenty bucks and but you don't can you watch dare it. masturbate. You're not supposed to. Um because they people do. might have though. Oh, everybody does. And so what I used to do I, I would never go there like by myself. I used to bring uh Your girls friends? there with me because oh. I couldn't I wasn't able to rent a hotel room. So I would uh, bring a girl that I was seeing. I'm like, hey, you want to go to Adult Megaplex? She's like, why? Like, this is to go watch something. It's nice. Nasty. It's an aphrodisiac. Yeah. So I, I I couldn't take them back to my parents' house, and I couldn't go in a hotel. Wow. So I, we would go to That's... the Adult Megaplex and they when would I was let you 18. Both in? Yeah, they would let us both in. I'm like, yeah, I wanna, yeah, we're, yeah we want to watch a movie. We pick out a movie and a tape, and they put it in, right? And they're like, all right, it's 20 bucks, $10, $10 deposit, and $10 charge for however long the movie is. I'm like, fucking cheap as fuck. Let's do this. So we would go in there, and we would have sex while the movie was on. And like 18 minutes later, we'd come out all fucking disheveled and shit. And uh, all right, well, I'm going to go back in there, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fine-tooth comb it. If there's any drops of anything in there, <laughs> you're not getting your 10 bucks back. I was like, dude. I'm cool. <laughs> Just you can keep the ten bucks, yeah, baby. You, you think you got away with it, but there's probably like a huge like glossary of just people fucking in those places yeah. and they got these snuff films of oh, people. Oh, probably, yeah. You know what I mean? And they sell that That's what I'm thinking. Too. Well, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm... They were I'm, selling that shit to Russia. The underground I porn. hope so, dude. That would be fucking dope if I became famous. You're, you're a legend out there so. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I am a fucking legend there, bro. They I wouldn't go there with, they, like, they, different they, women every other week They call and you shit. short pumps. <laughs> short pumps. DJ, look, look DJ short pumps in the mix. But I thought it was like the most clever shit, you know. I'm like, fuck, dude, where can I it go? It is pretty. It's, it is pretty yeah. clever. But if you live in a small town, they definitely are recording you there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm I'm paranoid already. Like any public restroom or or in that situation, I always give the finger to all the vents and like fucking. I swear to God, it's like a weird thing I do. <laughs> I I swear to God, bro. And I fucking uh, I always think someone's recording. I, me I do that too. Where the mayors and hotels, I put my finger against the mayor, and if I can see the reflection of my finger, it's good. But if you see no reflection and it touches, that means it's a double sided mirror. Yeah. Have you seen that before? What a double sided mirror? No, I I no saw it on YouTube, but it said if you can see if it looks like that, like kind of separate it like that, and you see a reflection, it's a mirror. But if you put your finger and it looks but like they it's touch touching, all the way. that's a double sided mirror. Mm. Yeah, I do it in changing rooms and hotel rooms and yeah. Old Chuck Berry had that game going on. He was recording like the ladies' bathroom and his like whatever restaurant he owned. You know. How come he never got canceled, bro? Like all these people oh, are getting canceled now. Now they're dead. How, how, how come he, he can't didn't get, get canceled, canceled when you're? Well, you can get canceled when you're dead, Christopher. Columbus. John Wayne got canceled when he after he died. Have you yeah, ever there's, seen? There's 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 a there's a there's like a recording of, of Chuck Berry like fucking a prostitute and he like he's like turn around and like kiss my ass and he farts on her face. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, I heard shit. about that. What yeah. is this dog like, fart? <laughs> that was his thing. But they're like, well, he invented rock and roll, so you're gonna have to let him. You have to let it go. Is that how it is? You 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 forgive people as long as they do right by the world or something? Oh, as long as they get the, older and the, they look. The frail. accomplishment, the accomplishment divided by the crime equals you know something. Ah, okay. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a sliding scale. If you and everyone have an a good time and and laugh at the house, watch uh, the Conqueror. It's John Wayne. Mm. playing Genghis Khan. It's a, oh, cool. It's that sounds appropriate. Fucking dope. I found it. It's actually cool. <laughs> We're going to have to scale that wall. You go till Ling Tang and Ching Jang, and we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. It's fucking great. What's it called? Uh, no, it's, it's, we've been saying it Genghis. It's uh, it's Genghis. Uh, it's not Genghis? Yeah, Genghis. Something like that. It's not, it's not Genghis Khan. It's Genghis. Nope. It's not... I heard it said differently by a smarter person on a different podcast. It's like this is a this is a, a Celtics versus Celtics type. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a Celtic type. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too. I was heavy into Braveheart and Corn at the same time. That's why. That's why I have a little bagpipe chanter in my Thanksgiving video. Yeah, that was so <laughs> fucking sweet, dude. People are like, "What's that an oboe?" I said, "No." That's what they give to children to learn the bagpipes, and I never did. But I really liked Corn and Braveheart a lot, so I wanted to. <laughs> I was like, "Mom, how 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 much dollars is is seventeen hundred pounds? Can you have, can I have these bagpipes?" No, no, just just a little flute on the top. Right. Nice. I was like, oh, cool! And it comes with a book that tells you how to play it and learn this. Cool. I'll never even open that thing up. <laughs> That's great because I'm not going to put any effort whatsoever into this. My my daughter. Why, why would I do that? <laughs> last year, my daughter she got introduced. She wants to go pro. She got introduced to the recorder, dude. She wanted to drop piano lessons and guitar lessons. She's like, Dad, I'm just really into the recorder right now. <laughs> and I had to buy her. I didn't have to, but I bought her the this leather fucking. You know, I put mine in a sock when I was her. But she leather oh, case. Yeah, yeah. Fucking leather fucking joint that she puts in like a fucking sword. It's a it's a it's a wooden one. It's like super fancy, and uh, she doesn't fucking play it anymore. But at the time, she was like, "I just feel like I found my calling," you know, with the <laughs> recorder. And uh, you know, I'm like, "What songs you know? Hot Cross Buns." And uh, <laughs> just get the fuck Hot out Cross of here. Hot Cross Buns, dude. Starburst. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. recorder class. Twinkle, twinkle, that, little that, star. What a, what a, what a crazy sound of just like 
25 eight-year-olds playing plastic recorders <laughs> you know i forget there's a uh there's a composer i forgot his name but he did a, a with an or with an, with an orchestra behind him he did fucking crazy uh uh a symphony and the recorder is the lead have you heard of that guy you never heard of that guy I think that was Prince. I have, I have no, not heard of Prince. this man. It was a Prince. The, it sounds fucking like, it sounds terrible, but it's like yeah. all this like uh, nuance, like, oh, with a recorder, and he played Beethoven's with a symphony behind him and shit. God damn it. Recorder. It's not a, it's not a beautiful sounding instrument. No, it's not. Recorder. But, you know, once, uh, once God gives us this, this COVID vaccine, <laughs> then you can you can take her back to the Renaissance Fair because they'll have this they'll have those fucking recorder ensembles where the dude has the fucking like big old yeah. tuba size recorder you know yeah that'll that'll get her back into it. Do you have a preference in uh, which one you're going to be taking? Are you going to go with Pfizer or any of the other companies? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, you know, I figure once they stop the steal. Then we can put an end to this whole this <laughs> this hoax. You know what I mean? And uh, otherwise, you know, Bill Gates, microchip, etc. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really interested no. because Antonio Vivaldi. Ah uh, yes. Have you heard Have you heard of him? I've never. Uh, I, I know recorder, who Vivaldi is. Re, re, recorder concerto. Uh, four four three with Maurice Steger. Anyway, the one that was cool that I saw was the guy who plays as Mike Jart. Guitar gently weeps on a ukulele and just starts fucking like going Ripping off him. Yeah, killing yeah. it. I've seen that one. He does it. Yeah. So you are taking the vaccine, huh? Yeah, why not? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm interested because they try to make a heart medication to make your dick hard. So I want to see what happens when they give you a vaccine, what it's going to do to me. You know what I mean? Like, I would like some abs. I just say, hope, hopefully, it gets that wiener yours nice and hard. That's what know. I'm we'll saying. See. Just permanent <laughs> petrified penis. All the time, we're like, "Thank you," and then you die of COVID. Yeah, and uh, I think we're probably gonna have to take the vaccine. You know, I don't I think know. So. Science is, I don't know. It's two shots, I'm, right? I don't know. One, one of them's two shots. One of them's not. Yeah. I was reading a. I don't know. I don't know anything, but you know, <laughs> science versus like you know, science is wrong idiot, though, man. Idiot. Science is the sure. same thing as religion. It's just a leap of faith, dude. You know, it's. Well, it's sort of different because it corrects itself. You know, like it could be wrong, but then it would just be science that proved it wrong. I and, just, uh, you know, I'll take that over science denial, uh, you know, but that's just me, you know. Do you, re- but I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. Am I, am I saying that I could, I could take the vaccine and there could be unforeseen consequences? Yeah, I don't know, probably. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully there is, because I want to be be part of that class action lawsuit. Whereas have you or a loved one uh, taking the vaccine? uh, uh, Are you blind right now? (laughs) Are you fucking... This could could be the hook that gets us on America's Got Talent. You know, (laughs) just thinking about it. Like, Uh, are you, like, mediocre at something? And then, like, you know, you see that one little X factor of having something horrible happen to you. (laughs) Maybe that's that's what we all need anyways. After the vaccine, I lost one of my arms, and that's why I tell jokes to this day. Because... The two side effects I heard of is one was on Forbes and it said that it's you're it's uh, you're more susceptible to getting AIDS, and with the vaccine with the vaccine. Ooh, that's Forbes. Nice. It was on, and then the other one 
was if you have severe allergic reactions to like shellfish mm-hmm. or something like that to when you take it, make sure you're at a doctor's because you could you can start hyperventilating and not be able to breathe and all this other stuff. Mm. So was, and that usually happens on the second shot, he said. Mm-hmm. So because my wife's going to have to take it. So are you a big flu shot guy? No, I don't. I haven't had a flu shot in, in a long time. But I do have a friend who has a shellfish allergy, and I feel terrible for him because I make a very good gumbo. Gumbo, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I just don't think there's anything better than some lobster and hot butter. Am I right? Mm, Who's there? He likes cracking open a nice Maryland crab boil. (laughs) I've done crawfish. It's all about the roux. That's what Jackson was telling me. It's all about the roux, dude. If you can get that roux nice and uh, dark, thick. Yeah, most most of the flavor profile from a good gumbo is just about the uh, the roux, which is just uh, oil and flour cooked together for long enough. Mm, yeah, I go to Papa. Are we gonna do this? We're gonna do this on the on the on the on the podcast. What? I, I think we should make some gumbo. I guess so. Part of a segment. Yeah, I guess. So. Can we play? Can we well, play? we've been, we've been talking for long enough to almost make a gumbo. That's I know, for right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're winding down. I'm surprised you lasted this long. Honestly, I was trying to get do everything in my power to get you uninterested and be like, "All right, guys. Well, uh, my internet's running out. <laughs> my internet. Yeah, I don't. I don't, <laughs> so they, I don't that's I don't, what Avery I don't, said. I don't know who dis. I don't know who. Yeah. How do you? How do you? How I, how do we get off this saddle? I, I, I want to say, like, we'll, is it okay if if we play the the video for Thanksgiving? Is, oh yeah. Is that yeah, right? Please is that do. okay? It's just, uh, I think, what did Avery say? I think Avery said, oh, well, guys, my charge is not charging anymore, so <laughs> bye. I was like, my charge is not charging. <laughs> just like, all right, dude. It was fine. You could have just said, I don't want to do this anymore. Bye, guys. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah so I, have a, I have a sprained asshole, so like, I can't really <laughs> sit down any longer. There's um, no wind down. It's just like, all right, we'll stop there and we'll Yeah, we the start blood. abruptly and we end abruptly Yeah, on we the start, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what the format was going to be. I didn't realize it was going to be uh, two against one <laughs> like this. I thought maybe there was going to be, you know, another another. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I thought. Ally. I don't really listen to podcasts. <laughs> what, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's it's kind of like an interview type, you know, because uh, uh, I, I think you're very interesting, dude, and, and the music you play is just fucking great, man. It's it's really good music, and uh, I like the voice. I like all the the harmonies. Yeah. I mean, some some shit that I was like, holy fuck, it just the uh, um. The actress is like one of my favorite songs, man. A- a- actress, is thanks, man. So fucking good, dude. I don't know. I don't know who, what, it, what inspired you? Because I feel like you're talking to somebody I know, but maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know. It just, but I feel like that. You know. Um, yeah. So, Scoop, that, so can we play the video? You think we can play? What's up, man? Oh, uh, no. That I just say that, that that song was was uh, was one that I didn't really have a plan for in the studio and it was, mm. it was a great, it was a good collaborative moment. Like I kind of knew where it needed to go, but that was one of the few songs that like we had never played as a band before. And then we just kind of went in there yeah. and did it. So, you know, good it, times. It good feels times. like a wave dude. Like the, dun, dun, I, I'm not doing it justice. Dun, 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 dun. Like it, it's a build and then it just kind of drops and it just, it makes you feel all these. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking good, dude. But uh, yeah. So can we play the, go, go ahead and roll the computer. Oh, you want to play right now? No, he's, he's not here. Yeah, right. so we'll, we'll just we'll just can we watch it with you? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, let's and do then, it. And then watch we'll, yourself. We'll, we'll call it. We'll watch call it. Uh, we'll call it a day. I think it's only on Facebook for what it's worth. I don't know if you have it pulled up or not. Got it. Yep. Yep. Okay, we're on Avery's Facebook. Oh my God! Did you hear about Ashley yeah, Barnhill, dude? Totally Jesus. Yeah, Christ, that's terrible. Dude. Fuck. 
Fuck. New skull. Damn. Jesus Christ, dude. That's fucking. I, 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 you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully she gets that skull. Uh, here we go. We're getting to November. <laughs> Damn, she posts. It's a on lot. Frank's. I know Frank doesn't post that much. Yeah, if you go to if you go to Frank's, you find it quicker. But yeah, go ahead. I met Frank at at at, at Limelight, dude. And that dude seemed cool as fuck from the beginning. Frank's one of the best of all time. Frank's fucking great, dude. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm 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 a fan of Frank's. And the Me? okay, can you hear it? Can you hear it, Jackson? I I can hear it. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. All right, here we go. His uh, uh, this is not coming home for Thanksgiving. What did what did Avery say? She's like, yeah, of course we're getting videos. You got a a, a girl with big tits singing on the fucking <laughs> shit. All right, here we go. Just no. Jackie's pissed. Yeah. Yeah, Frank's like the bait. Uh-huh. That was the only way he agreed to do this video was if he could sing on that. Yeah. Yeah. Good line. Bye, there we go. <laughs> This is the actual, that's the actual bagpipe chanter from the video. Amazing, right? Yeah. Jeremy so Stevens. So I remember when he dropped down people. Hard Rock Cafe. They're going to call me up. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to try to put that thing in there. Yeah. Successful restaurant chain. That's the Any actual sound it makes though? Or were you playing like a synthesizer? No, that's, that or? is a MIDI saxophone. That's a fake saxophone oh, played okay. on a keyboard. I was like, God so I figured the, the best instrument to, to mime that with was a fucking... <laughs> Child's bagpipe learning, yeah. you know, educational instrument, you know. <laughs> I hope, uh, I hope you guys do a Christmas one, man. I hope the great minds come together, and you put it out, you know, in a week before Christmas, and just let it fucking build up, and then you know. See I if we we should have put if we had put out the Thanksgiving one with a couple more days at yeah. a time. Yeah, yeah. Then more people could have hated you. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it would have inspired more like right wingers yeah. to get together and like kill their whole families at once. You know, <laughs> oh, shit. we're going because this video. Let the animals. Which take I don't care know. Is that, is that good or is that bad? I don't know. That's that's for the people to say. I don't know. Yeah. 
All right, brother. Well, it's been fucking great talking to you, man. Um, where can people find you? Where can people find the band, the album, all that good stuff, all the music that, you, that you've made? Uh, I would say follow Slow Mo Drags on uh, Instagram. And uh, and I'm also on there uh, slanging fucking jingles for local businesses and various parody art as well at Twin Absorber. But I would rather them follow Slow Mo Drags. But I don't know. You, you, you know, the people are going to do what they're going to do. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> I post like uh, pictures of food and uh, occasional parody songs and uh, yeah. elaborate country guitar harmony shred videos so that's what you get on twin absorber yeah all right man and well, uh, uh, you know uh, god bless you jesus be wrong yeah. merry hey, christmas you know, i felt god i felt god in the room here tonight you know it was, it was, <laughs> it was actually pretty it was good. good it was decent i i really appreciate you doing this i know it's not something that people think is cool or whatever the fuck but uh i uh, i i really fucking enjoy i think it. i think people are just afraid of it because they think that they doing a podcast means that like the comedians are going to try to put you on the spot and make you talk about your, your uh, preferences in pornography, that's but that's not true. Yeah. You know, that, that would never happen. You well, know, it, it's actually gotten a lot better because he used to pull up with, you know, whatever, uh, pull up what? the sex offenders list. He'd be like, oh, are you, Oh, I would never do that. Too. I would never do that. We, I used to have a segment and Josh keeps bringing it up for what reason. I have no fucking idea. Cause it's so fucked up. Where right? I would put people on the spot even more. And that was my fucking joy where I would be like, hey, all right, now we're going to play a little game. It's called, are you a sex offender? And then, and then we would, we would look up the guests on the tech registry for sex offenders and they say their real name they're like actually my name is they would have to say their real name and dude you know what would freak people out when they were when their name would pop up like 80 fucking times because there's people out there with the same name and thank god they have pictures like next to all so we would go through each one like all right so you're free this guy is clean you know or this girl's clean thank god you know we don't hang out with fucking sex offenders and we prove it on the show right but um yeah I'm but. sure. I'm sure there's quite a few George Anthony's that hit on that. that there site. is. Thank you very there's much. a bunch of George Anthony's. <laughs> Thank God. You know, we gotta be. We're not. We're not we gotta be represented. Gotta represent in the community. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, man. Well, I, I appreciate you. Say say hi to Avery and the whole night. Yeah, well, it's it. Thank, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Hey, yeah. right, nice talking to you for the first time. Yeah, total pleasure, man. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Take all right, care. Yeah. Adios.